This podcast is brought to you in part by The Pop Insider. The Pop Insider has all the latest in news, merch reviews, and other geeky goodness. Whether you're a wizard, a Sith Lord, or a superhero, fuel your fandom at thepopinsider.com. The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Welcome to another episode of the New England Society of Geeks podcast. I am your host, Derek, and it is time once again for another edition of the The Monthly Monthly Comics Comics Cast. And so that means I, of course, have brought with me two of the greatest minds in comic. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, No, I got you guys. Uh, (laughs) So... (laughs) Of course, I have with me the cosmic comic guru, Dario. How are you, Dario? Hey, you get what you pay for. <laughs> That's, That's true, yeah. <laughs> and speaking of paying for, it's the world's greatest sidekick, Paul. How are we doing, Paul? Where the hell's the damn off button on this thing? <laughs> there is no off. All right, so let's... Uh, Let's get going with our review, shall we? Mm-hmm. And, of course, let's start off with a little rundown of how we do our rating system. Warning, warning, warning. We here at the Monthly Comics Cast have our own special rating system based on the greatest weapon in all of comicdom, the, the Infinity, Infinity Gauntlet. Gauntlet. Starting with Zero which be, would be a completely empty and useless gauntlet, going through the various stones, one through six, finished off by the greatest rating you could possibly get, a full infinity gauntlet. And of course, that would make four stones about average. So there you have it. Oh, and one more thing. We're probably going to spoil some things during our reviews. So, uh... Just make sure you keep that in mind. And if you don't want anything spoiled before you read the comic, then... uh... Oh, spoiler alert. (laughs) All right. And, of course, as usual, keeping up with my standards for 2021, I still don't have anything to review yet. So, (laughs) who would like to go... Are you, like, not reading anything? Um, uh, No. Well... You know, I spent a lot of time reading The Death of the New Gods, the off-the-shelf book that we're doing tonight, because that was a slow read. And then, uh, you know... <laughs> slow burn. We'll talk about that in the review. <laughs> I had to sit through a four-hour version of the Justice League, and <laughs> I had to watch all... I was I happily had to watch... That was wa- by choice. Yeah, that's right, those weren't even those weren't even our assignments. That's true. Well, because because we 
mentioned man thing. Why don't I go first? <laughs> okay. And so the first book I have to review is Avengers Curse of the Man Thing number one. Oh, now that statement makes more sense. <laughs> put put out by Marvel Comics. Written by Steve Orlando. Art by Francesco Mobili. M-O-B-I-L-I. And cover art by Daniel Acuna. Oh. With the letters by VCs Clayton Cowles. Very good. I did. I forgot to mention, um, we're going to try a new way of doing our reviews. Um, that's going to kind of try to stre- streamline things a little bit. Um so bear with us as we try out a new system. Still the same rating system. We're just going to try to make the actual review a little a little a little zippier. So I'm gonna read direct from Previews World the the blurb that they how they how they kind of sell. Is this I'm sorry, doing. is this a one shot or turn at the touch? Oh, I'll get to that in a second. Oh, okay. It's one of it's one of three. Oh, okay. Uh, burn at the touch of the harrow. How are, oh God, how do I say his word? Harrower? That's right. Harrower. Harrower. Critically acclaimed writer Steve Orlando, known for writing Martian Manhunter, Batman, and Wonder Woman. All right. Makes his Marvel debut with a blockbuster celebration of Man Thing's 50th anniversary. Ah, for decades, Man Thing wow. has haunted the Florida Everglades. Huh. Now, a new enemy has hijacked his body on a quest to take incendiary, his incendiary abilities global. Ooh. We waked. We wake to fear as gargantuan monoliths menace cities worldwide with only the Avengers standing between the population of Earth and a planet-wide inferno. Can they save Man-Thing in time to douse the fires? And does the man inside the thing, Ted Salas, even want to be saved? Oh, oh, oh. It's it's part one of three. So when I picked this up, I didn't know it was coming out at all. So I saw it and I was like, oh, wait. Is this just one of their celebration of man things? Because I know that they were doing, they were putting him on covers because it's his anniversary. I didn't realize that it was 50 years. And I opened it up. I'm like, oh, that's Yeah. Is it 50 years for a man thing? Could that's what be. you just said. Yeah, that's what it says in this, in this blurb. Mm, blurb. But um, anyway, so I looked at it. I was like, oh, geez, this is an actual man thing story with the Avengers. That's interesting. Mm. So I picked it up. Um, and gave it a read, and apparently it's gonna it's gonna run into uh, other one shots. So yes, this is a one shot, but it's one of three one shots. Oh, okay. This is gonna go from here to Spider Man, where it's gonna be amazing Spider Man Curse of Man thing. Oh no, kidding! And I I couldn't tell you where it's gonna go after that. Hmm. So my general thoughts about this is, and it's basically the storyline is was right here. So there's a woman called the Har- Haga. <laughs> I don't know if anybody say this word. Heror? That's right. Sure. And she's like, Sounds right. she's like, she's like a, a young girl who's um, kind of a witch, kind of a scientist, mm. being trained by these other women that are kind of witches, kind of scientists. Mm. And they lurk in a place called the Substrasium. Mm. And it's an underground lab. And what they do is they try and monitor life on earth and if they see a balance being tipped one way or the other they try and balance it out but they're not afraid of like doing terrible things these people they're not good it doesn't seem like they're good mm. so this character is like you know what i can we we should just wipe out all of mankind and sure. just Why let not? whatever happens next happen next <laughs> you know real some, stuff some people call that a saturday night 
(laughs) (laughs) So the older women try and talk her out of it. And then she's like, no, I can do this. You guys are stupid. And she takes off to do it on her own. And they're like, whatever. She's just a kid. Kids going to do their things. (laughs) And so they decide to let her go and fail on her own. They're like, she'll fail. But then one of them is like, what if she doesn't fail? And so they decide if she is starting to actually win, then they'll step in and stop her. Mm. So she takes off. She goes to man, man thing swamp. And it takes like two seconds. She takes a guy. She like torches this guy. So there's a beacon of fear. Man thing comes crashing through the swamp. He senses the fear <laughs> and rushes over and he kills the guy because anything that knows fear burns at the man thing's touch. Ah, yes. And then she steps around the corner and she's like, wow, you showed up in like two seconds. That was really easy. <laughs> and then she just, rips, she just rips him in half. She pulls his spine out. Oh, wow. His brain. And the only thing left is uh, just his husk. And she uses his husk to create these giant plants in every major city in the world. I mean, these giant like mushroom things. Mm. And they start spreading out this pollen. Now, when it lands on people, if you're afraid, you burst into fear. So exactly as the as the summary was. Sure, sure. So the Avengers started rushing around trying to find a way to stop it. In this particular issue, Cap gets sucked into Man-Thing's consciousness because he gets wrapped up in Man-Thing's plant creatures, like plant things. And he, and since Ted Salas was um, created, he created a, a super soldier serum. And his origin is he stuck it in himself. And went into the swamp, and he came up as Man Thing. Mm-hmm. So it's when he's in the subconscious of 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 Man Thing, it's very super soldier related. Like Cap gets visited by everybody that had the super soldier serum, and then at the very end, he kind of meets Ted Salas, and mm. they throw a twist in there at the end. Um, Cap's like, you know, you're the only one who has attacked me. Um, just because you were trying to do the super soldier serum at a time when everybody was trying to replicate it doesn't make you bad. And then Ted's like, but. But I didn't make the serum. <laughs> and that was the, that was the clipping that he didn't make the serum. So oh, I don't really know. I don't really know where this is going. But by the end of part one, Swamp Thing's still deadish. Um, deadish. It's an interesting story. <laughs> I mean, it's big. It's 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 uh, what did this cost me? It's five dollars, but it's got more pages than regular comic. I feel like it. So so it's a big man thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's pretty 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 chubby. <laughs> so. Um, I would have to say my <laughs> general feelings for this, so as far as like what's the good and what's the bad and that kind of stuff. I feel like God, is there anything good about this? The only thing good about it was the fact that there was it was Uh-oh. it was a story with man thing, which you don't very you don't see very often, right? And uh, uh, I uh, do I do all kidding aside, I do actually enjoy the character of man thing. So I actually hate this character. Um, really. When I say that, I mean as far as far as his standing in the muck monster like realm, Swamp Thing is by and far superior. Sure, I mean, even I'll go with that. Even Swamp Thing, even Swamp Thing before he got brought up to godlike levels by Alan Moore was cooler cooler than this guy. But that being said, if I've read some interesting stories with Man Thing. It just depends on who's writing him at the time. Mm. He's got a lot of limited scope. He doesn't do anything. He just reacts. Man Thing only reacts, so it's hard to write. True. Like a True. story, you have to have a, a whole bunch of humans around. Maybe, maybe I like the look and idea of Man Thing more than the actual character. I guess. Yeah, I like but, his look. I like his look. He's got those big, 
Mary arms and elephant face. He looks looks like the elephant from the banana splits. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Mm. I guess he does. (laughs) Every time I read a man thing comic, Mm. all I hear is la 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 la. Hey, don't make me go pull out my man thing toy. Mm-hmm. That pillow oh, got you me. Actually, don't you? You're welcome, <laughs> by the way. Well, thank <laughs> you very much. I can't remember that. That was. It's the one I bought at the store. Yeah, yeah, I remember selling it to you. That's pretty cool. Okay, so um, the only thing I'd have to nitpick about this book is I, I didn't love the art. The art's, the art's good, but it's not consistent. Um, oh, really? There are times where they just show heroes, and I'm like, oh, it's terrible. And then there are other times where it's like, all right, it's all right. Mm. Who did the art again? Um the art was done by Francesco Mobley, is what I want to say. I'm not familiar with that, with that artist. I hmm. Like I said, it's 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 not it's not the best art I've seen, and I don't want to put it down. Um, I think the coloring on this is weird too. Hmm. Yeah, I think it might be the way it's colored that I don't like. I'm gonna go with that. I think the art is actually fine. I just don't like how it's colored. Hmm. So I'm gonna blame it on BC. <laughs> Clayton Cowles, it's your fault. The letterer? So, no, that was that the letterer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your letters <laughs> messed up the colors. I can't stand the way you letter stuff. Uh, the color artist was Guru EFX. Never heard of him. Oh, Sounds like a high school, though. Last yeah. name. Sounds like a studio, maybe, or something. Yeah. It's a little E. Little E, capital F, capital X. So I give this book a solid four. It was only average. Yeah. The story wasn't terrible. Man thing, you know, wasn't really in it, but he was at the beginning. Mm. The villains, this is a new character. You know, this woman, this is her first appearance. So Mm. maybe, maybe five years down the road, I'll make a buck if someone makes, puts her in a movie. Yeah, maybe. All you got to do is mention her name in a Marvel Universe movie, and then all of a sudden this book will go from $4 to $25. It sounds yeah, like... When she pulled the old Scorpion, she pulled like the Mortal Kombat Scorpion move on him and ripped out his spleen. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. I mean, she, just, she literally kills him in like one panel. She just rips him in half, grabs his, grabs his corpse, and walks away. <laughs> <laughs> it, sound, it sounds no. like on the plus side, you get a decent amount for what you pay for, but yeah, not great. Absolutely, I think stuff. I'm looking forward to. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to reading the Spider-Man one. Mm. Now here's the thing. So this focus. Oh, the man thing. This is on the Avengers. I don't even know. I don't even know where this is going to go from here. We know it's going to go from Spider-Man after this, right? Mm. Right. If you were going to guess what title it would go to after that, what, what would you guess? I would say. Hulk, possibly, or Doctor Strange, maybe. Let's see if I can find out. It's going to be a Howard the Duck special. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I hope that not. That would... Uh, no, no, no. That's perfect. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that would be, wouldn't it? My question is... My question is, when, after she ripped out his spleen and his brain and stuff, doesn't that just make him mulch? <laughs> Pretty yeah, much. she just needed the body, though. Just needed his body. All right. Well, Avengers, Avengers. Yeah, it doesn't show me what the other ones are. It just, I, I know the next one's Spider-Man. 
Oh well, that sounds so, like something I could be okay with. with skipping. Yeah, probably. All right, so now we're gonna move on to my other one. Close this window, and then we go from Marvel to DC because I can't go two feet without reading a DC book. <laughs> Heaven forbid. I was excited. I was excited about this book coming out. Oh boy! Oh, this is the first issue in the world of DC's Infinite Frontier. I said it, it, DC's Infinite Frontier, which is their new banner on all their books. Mm-hmm. You've, seen, you've seen New 52. You saw DC Rebirth. <laughs> we all read Death Metal. And now no, we didn't. We all read it. I didn't read we any of it. I think it. you're the only one who did. <laughs> <laughs> we all bought into the hype. Yeah. So now, so glad it's I like didn't. fair game. You can do whatever the hell you want in DC. Like all kinds of shit that's going on everywhere. This particular book focuses on Batman and Superman. It continues the same numbering that I was going on prior to the, the, the kind of company-wide reboot. But it this is on Golden Age Superman and Golden Age Batman. Hmm. So I'm going to say Earth 2 Superman and Earth 2 Batman. Hmm. But it's told in a way, and it's going to be hard. Obviously, the listeners can't see it. It's, I'm gonna hold it up to the screen here. It's told in the in, in the in the format of old film strips. Oh, so yeah. it tells you right in the opening of the book. It says you can read you, you can read both strips together, or you can read the Superman story on your own, and then go back and read the Batman story on your own. You can read this book however you want. So if you follow along the top top the, the, the top film strip, it's your Superman story, and he goes on his little adventure. And then the bottom half of the book, there's a film strip going with Batman story. They don't have any to do with each other they're their own separate things what was uh but they're the title of this book that's called batman superman and i'll give you the creative team for it is it on previews actually previews doesn't even give me a description for it uh-huh. so i can't read what they had there but give us your own oh yeah no i'm gonna do that i just wanted to see if i could tell you the creative team because there's artists i've seen them before he's really good I'm not going to struggle and try and find it. Oh, wait, here it is. Nope, I lied. All they do is give credits to all they do is give credit to the original creators on here. Huh. Ian race is the artist. That's his first name. He's great. So anyway, the Superman story is called Superman in the world of tomorrow. And the lower story is called Batman and Robin in the world of the night with a K. Because oh. you always thought they had a K there. Now I have chills. Ooh. So, Top story, Superman, Lois, and uh, Jimmy are at the World's Fair covering a device that is going to generate enough power to kind of make the world green back in the back of the old days. Uh, they get attacked by a character who shows up and announces his name as the unknown wizard. Mm. Uh, this is all very standard. Superman runs off, Clark runs off, becomes Superman, fights the bad guy. We find out that the unknown wizard is Lex. Batman, uh, let me rephrase this, Martha Wayne and Bruce Wayne. <laughs> what? Did, did you say that name? <laughs> Martha Wayne and Bruce Wayne, who is uh, an adult, is there at the fair. And uh, they go over and uh, Bruce tries to pick up Lois. Martha uh, invites Lois to the house for an interview because Lois, uh, Martha Wayne apparently was banked rolling this device that was trying to be stolen. 
And long story short, what happens is when they get to when they get to Wayne Manor, they find out that there's a secret uh, a secret back cave, and now we start to see differences. When they when when Lois goes into the back cave, um, uh, Alfred's down there, mm-hmm. but he's wearing like a black wife beater, if that's even appropriate term, a black tank top, mm-hmm. and. He's like, oh, you can't be down here. And Lois is like, is like, oh, I'm sorry, I'll go back. And he and, and Alfred's like, no, nah, you know what? Now that you've seen you've seen too much, you have to be taken out. And he hits a button on his belt, and he gets jacked up with venom serum. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then Superman shows up, and right when he goes to help, uh, a hole rips uh, the the film strip that there that that this whole story is going on. Uh, I don't know if you remember back in the old days when when film would go through the projector if it if it didn't go through it at the right speed it could burn out. Sure. Yeah. And you can you can see the film burn. Yeah. So that's yeah. what happens. That's what happens in this scene. So the film yes, burns. We're, we're all old enough to remember that. <laughs> film burns and Lois falls off this film strip and then lands in the Batman strip. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. So then, and that's how the, that's how the issue ends. And if you go back. And read the Batman story. The Batman story is happening on a different world because obviously we had Bruce Wayne in the other story, and it's a very classic Batman story. He's uh, 1950s with Robin going up against this woman called the Scorpion, and when they when they finally get back to Wayne Manor, uh, Lois mysteriously falls into their cave, and they think that she's a Scorpion, and then the film gets all jumbled up, and we get pushed into page that says earth zero which is i think gonna be regular dc earth mm. and the batman we know and the superman we know are out of space investigating something and they find these aliens that look like they might be behind this whole thing so mm. the art in this book is amazing wow the way they set it up with the film strips i thought was really cool um i yeah, thought the i thought the, the 50s vibe that they put on here was very cool I found I found everything about this story good. Hmm. I found nothing bad. Wow. I have nothing nitpick about it. Huh. I'm not going to give it a full gauntlet, but I'm going to give it a six. Wow. Hmm. I might have to check yeah. it out. It's pretty cool. Now, the next issue could be a piece of trash, but hmm. I'm going to keep trying this book for a little while. Who would have thought that Dario would have a pick that you might be interested in? I know. After, after a DC pick, nonetheless. Debacle. Well, here's another one. Who would have, who'd have thought Dario would pick a DC book that he didn't that he didn't automatically give a high rate? <laughs> and my last review is from Boom Studios. If you haven't heard of them, oh. they're called Boom Studios. They have the rights. <laughs> Boom Studios. If you hadn't heard of them, they're Boom Studios. Thank you for that. Closing <laughs> 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 that water. <laughs> So they have the rights to produce Firefly Universe comics. <clears throat> I haven't read any of them, um, but this one was taking the taking the story further out. Um, it wasn't just telling stories, you know, set during the TV show or the movies. Mm. This is called Firefly Brand New Verse, and it that's a title of on it? the daughter. What's that? That's the title of it. Yeah, Firefly Brand New Verse. Mm. The it's written by. Josh Lee Gordon, illustrated by Fabiana Mascolo, colored by, by Lucia Di Giamano, and lettered by Jim Campbell. 
and it's set Wait, further Wait, you say future. those names again, please? No, just kidding. <laughs> oh, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> I think that's it for me. So it's it's set uh, in following the story of the adult daughter of Zoe and uh, Zoe and um, Wash's kid. Because you know how Wash got killed in the movie? Did you never watch the movie? I've seen the movie once, but I don't remember. My, I've never seen the series, believe it or not. Hmm. You know, I feel like you'd like it. Um, I mean, I, I thought the series was really good. I always meant to, but I... It's got a strong fan base. Yeah. It's just a Western in space. It's very much sure. grounded in, in, in like old, old Western storylines. Like other spaceship, they have wooden tables and mm. cups hanging. There's no replicators, and it's not like there's no lens flare. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's it's following the daughter of Zoe Wash. Her name's Emma Alanine Washburn, and she's going to be in her twenties. And her mother is still captain or co-captain of uh, the Serenity. Um, mo- all the all everybody else from the original series is not on the ship. Hmm. Uh, there are a couple other characters. There's a character called Lao Bo. Which, even though he's in a lot of this book, I don't really know much about him. I just know that he grew up with her and, and that they're together. And, and there's another character that's on the crew called Salo, which I don't know much about him after reading this first issue because they don't do much with him either. But it's very much like the original show. I mean, they're smuggling stuff to try and keep their, their, their ship in the sky. Uh, there, there's a couple scenes where they... They're trying to, you know, struggling to keep the engine running. Um, they're on the run from the authorities because they're smuggling contraband, and, and it even ends uh, with them going to pick up uh, a, something to deliver. And when they open it up, when they open up the freight, there's a person inside, which, which is exactly how the first episode of the series ended. Um, so I don't know how I feel about this first issue. I felt like it didn't really take me anywhere. Like I didn't mm. learn much about the characters. Mm. I feel like the, whatever they were doing was just running, you know, from the authorities until they got to the part where they right. found the person. Great. Mm. The, the art is good, but I don't think, again, I don't think it's consistent in certain parts. It doesn't, mm. I think my biggest problem was it, it didn't tell the story as well as I think it could have. So it's, it's good art, but, that's a shame. You know, sometimes you could just kind of you got to follow a story without even words. Right. Yeah. This one was a little a little confusing, I thought, for me. Huh. Uh, I don't know if I want to try this book again. Like, what would I spend on this? I spent five bucks, so I feel like I didn't really learn anything about these characters in the first. So, this is the thing: when we read superhero comics, when you meet a character for the first time, there's at least just one whole page of exposition telling you about them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't really get much of that with this. I mean, Zoe's yelling at her daughter a lot, so we get at least some info on her. But the two other male characters on the, on the ship, I'm just like, I don't know who they are. I kind of get this guy fixes the engine, and this other guy just sits in his room. Because that's what he, he did. And you're not sure <laughs> you care who they are either. Right, yeah. So I don't really know how I feel about that. My nitpicky yeah. thing about that particular book is that I feel like the storytelling wasn't as tight as it could have been. Mm. Uh, I want to say bad. I found... Yeah, I didn't really find much good about this particular book. Mm. So I'm going to give it a two. Wow. Two gems. Wow. So it's not trash. <laughs> Room for growth. 
It's a halfway lot to mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. It's uh, halfway to mediocre. Halfway, halfway to average. mediocre. I like that. <laughs> Those are my reviews. All right. Well, there you go. I want to see if Paul has any any, any books where he has a career team. You can read the you read the names. It seemed like um, only one out of your three books was really really enjoyable. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Well, first of all, I like Batman. And I like Superman. I love Ian Reese's art. Mm. I thought the style of the storytelling was very interesting. Yeah, I like uh, that. I don't have a lot of hope. I don't have a lot of hope. I mean, just between you know us, just between you and me, I don't have a lot of hope for DC. He's in the frontier. We'll oh see what boy! <laughs> right now, the only reason why he's the only reason why he's pushing DC Comics is so we can get sales up. That uh, future state was a little bit of a fiasco. Oh, yeah. I bought every book that came out future state. You know how much money I threw in that pit? <laughs> <laughs> so much you could have bought a whole nother toy. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Paul. What Nightwing book do you have for us this month? Where he beats the hell out of a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm got, not worried. I, I have got, my world's greatest sidekick to protect me. I also got. <laughs> be careful what you wish for. <laughs> I might have to open the door for him. <laughs> I also got three picks. I got a um a, a marble DC, and I would have to say maybe an independent. It, it's a unique. Uh-huh. I like it. Um, so first up is a model. It's um the nonstop Spider Man and oh, the good. creative team. I wanted to read I actually that was one of the books I would have reviewed if I had gotten to it, so good. I hate that title. That's trash title. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you. The title the title is yeah, trash. I'm not crazy about it, but But I I really I mean I really like the story. Oh, good. Oh, that's good. Um, the writer was Joe Kelly. Hmm. Um, the artist was Chris Bacal- Bacal- Bacalo. Bacalo. Mm-hmm. Or it might be, um, but, yeah, I think it's Bac- Bacalo or whatever. What? I, he's, I love, he's great on Spider-Man books. The inks was, uh, Tim Tom, uh, Thompson. Tom, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tim Thompson. Um, the colors were Marcio Menez and the weather was Travis Lanham. Um, for number, for number one, it pretty much, um, starts off kind of slow. Mm. It's, uh, well, I would have, well, it's not slow. I mean, the first page you got, you got Parker crashing through a glass window. Yeah, it's supposed to be nonstop. Right. Yeah, that's the whole idea. Um, <laughs> he must, he's pretty much like racing through the city after a bad guy. He ends up, it's like a, it's almost, they look new, They're like a new villain. Mm. It's like a gang. Um, then they cut back, they do like a flashback to where it all started with one of his friends from the, um, from the university. 
I guess they found, I guess the students there started taking up, taking uh, pills so they could, you know, stay awake more and learn. Mm-hmm. Right. Kind of really touch, you know, mm. it kind of hit home in the real world. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the girls, so the girl that, uh, that took the, um, the like, amphibian, uh, that took the pills pre, she overdosed, but not to the point where, where she died. Mm-hmm. It's like he crashed into her place on his, while he was chasing this gang. Mm-hmm. And he found her and he kind of, you know, resuscitated her. But she was like, mm-hmm. like, well, who's, who are you? And he's like, you're kidding, right? <laughs> she goes, no. And more importantly, who am I? And that's where they left it. Oh, so she forgot everything or he forgot everything? She forgot everything. She doesn't even know who she is. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. And it, to me, it's it's like a new character because I never heard of her. Um, I don't know. Hold on. See if I can find the picture. There we go. You guys see that? Nope. You see it now? Nope. We're not getting any, any visual from you, Paul. Oh. Well. <laughs> well, well, sorry. She's like a short brown. She has short hair, brunette, mm-hmm. with um. I want to say. Almost like blue eyes. Mm. So, mm. Um, I mean, they look like the pace. The pace of the book is kind of, you know, the pan, the the squints of the panels. Yeah, is is kind of fast. I mean, there's a lot of lot of stuff going on. Yeah, I looked at the book. It looked like it looked like there was nonstop action. <laughs> and I actually kind of liked it. Mm. Well, I love the artist's work and that. Yeah. yeah, I would have to say, you know, the good part was, like Gabby said, I liked the art a lot. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was kind of, it was like new art to me. I never heard of this guy. You never really? heard of him? He did all kinds of stuff. He's, he's, yeah. he's done a lot of Spider-Man, especially. And X-Men. He's done, yep. a lot of, he's done, he was working on Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was great on yeah, Doctor he's amazing. Strange. But, um, there's not really much. Nothing bad I like I, that I didn't like about it, mm-hmm. hmm. and other other than maybe the nitpick, maybe maybe the flow of the panels would get kind of confusing. Mm-hmm. But all overall, um, for a rating, I would have to give it. I'd have to give it a four as an a- average. Hmm. I thought you were give it higher than that. There's a possibility. <coughs> <coughs> You all okay over there? Yep. Drink your water. I thought I saw a Nightwing swing by my window. (laughs) (coughs) It was just a. It was just a bat, though. It was just Newman. It was just (laughs) Newman swinging by his tail. Yeah, I think I think that he was. That's that's his spit take when he gave you when he gave you a review. You're like, I give it a four. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, it seems like it has possibilities, and mm. it I, cool. I'll probably pick it up to read it. Mm-hmm. So, not bad. Not Ever bad. since the last time I gave it gave a comic book a, a five or a six, you guys written me on it, and I'm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a little, I'm a little weary. Yeah, I know. I, I shook you up. 
<laughs> ah, don't let it bother you. Although, what was and it? Then, I don't even remember then, what it was, but I'm sure I'm sure it was well he tells deserved. Me to read this book, and the next thing I know, throwing it over my shoulder. <laughs> this is don't true. Listen to my advice? <laughs> huh? Don't listen to my advice. Not anymore. <laughs> so, this was a real quick side story. I told a friend of mine to watch a movie once because I knew it was terrible. And I told him it was I said, when you're watching this movie, you're going to get halfway through it. You're going to think it's really bad. And then you're going to get a little more halfway through it. And you're going to think, why am I wasting my time watching this? And you get it at the end and you're going to feel totally unfulfilled. I go, but if you wait and you watch through all the credits, it'll finally make sense. And I totally forgot. And I said this to him because I thought for sure he'd never do it. And so like two weeks later, I go over to his house and he goes, oh, I watched that movie. He goes, and there wasn't anything at the end of the credits and it was a piece of trash movie. And I was like, oh, you did that? <laughs> like, I just wanted you to sit through the credits because it was a terrible movie. <laughs> and that movie was the Snyder Cut. Um, anyway. Um, oh, no. <laughs> it might as well should have been. Mm. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Anyway, what else you got, Paul? Oh, my my ne- next one, the DC, was um, the Justice League 59. Oh, oh yeah. It's another uh, infinite, uh, infinite frontier. frontier. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Thank you, Dario. <laughs> ching, ching, ching. That's money. Yeah, that's what it should be called. <laughs> They <laughs> <laughs> just pull up the who did what. Who did what? I realized I didn't read the description on my Firefly book, but when I was I was looking at it just now, and it's almost exactly what I said. It doesn't say anything <laughs> useful. <laughs> Does it even include the fact that you don't learn about two of the people? <laughs> <laughs> it left that part out. <laughs> All right, here we go. Justice League 59. The writer was uh, Brian Michael Bendis. Really? Uh, uh, yep. You've heard of him. The I've heard artist. of him. Yeah. Familiar. Sounds familiar. You can't see it, but I'm flipping you guys off <laughs> right now. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> the artist was David. David Harquest. Not familiar with Harquest. M A R Q U E Z. Aquius. Marquez. Uh, colors by Tamara. Oh shit. Her really? last name. That's a weird name. Tamara. Tamara Bond. Bond Dylan. <laughs> what is Josh Reed? All right, so the story opens up with um. Now I don't know how to pronounce this. The place where Shazam, uh, uh, Black Adam is. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it either. I think it's Kalawick or something like that. I don't. It starts there. Hmm. It shows. Kalik. I thought it was like Kalik. I was like, what? I don't know. Continue. Um, it's that it's. It shows um, a little boy at a grave mm. that happens to be his mother's grave. Mm. And then as he's sitting in front of the grave, it's like a shadow falls over him. 
and he looks up and it's Black Adam. And and he goes, Black Adam asks, is, you know, is it a parent, mother, father? And the boy nods, yes. And he said she died last year. <clears throat> um, and then he asked him, are you here to see your mother? He said, no, I'm here to see my wife and my son. And they kind of, you know, they kind of have a moment. <laughs> the kid that, well, the kid offered the kid, <laughs> the kid offers him like hot candy. Yeah, <laughs> I got some candy. You want some? <laughs> and he goes, "Uh, no, thank you anyway." <laughs> oh, stupid goes, child! I do not want any of your candy. The kid, the kids, like. Kid stands up and starts like pointing past him. He goes, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> and you, you hear a boy. You know, I mean, you see a boy say, uh, "Did that look weird?" And then behind Black Adam appears like this demonic, demonic, well, this demonic-looking thing. Um, so Black Adam tells the child to leave. He goes, "Leave! I'll protect your mother." Mm-hmm. And they start having a, having you know the having some conversation the, uh, the demonic guy goes wow you don't know what it took for me to get here because this place smells fantastic mm. so the guy so the guy is ranting and he goes he asks Black Adam who he is he goes are you like the world uh, you this world's protector I see you wear one of those shirts so that tells me there he went across another one another Member of the Marvel family, right? Oh, okay. I don't you know, know what I'm saying. I just thought he was talking about superhero costumes. <laughs> oh, so they start. Black Adam's like, you need to leave, and you need to leave now because you're really starting to piss me off. Well, <laughs> 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 you, you know how Black Adam is. Sure. So they start going in. They start charging. He goes. The guy goes. Yeah. Well, you know. I don't think you're going to like my answer. And then he charges. They both charge. The next panel you see is like a mushroom cloud over the city. And they sat black hands, like, go back where you come from. Um, so they're going back and forth. And then the Justice League shows up. Now, after the um, future state, they have a new, they have a new uh, lineup on the team. Uh, what they show is Superman, Aquaman, Hawk Girl, and Batman right now. What's the so team too? Huh? Isn't um I'll get into that. Oh, okay, I gotcha. <laughs> so they're going back and forth. Now he starts fighting the Justice League and Aquaman Aquaman builds up like this wall with shocks in it. Because normally I don't wall I don't Shock wall strangers, <laughs> or something tells me that you know I need to. Shark wall. So the guy turns around and, and he like pummels, pummels Aquaman like you know everybody else does. Um, then as he distra- as Aquaman's distracting the um, the intruder, Hot Girl comes by and she like sucker punches him with her mace and he sends him flying. Back mm. down into the sea where Aquaman is. Mm-hmm. So Aquaman hits him, and it's kind of funny because he, 
the guy kept going up and down out of the out of the ocean with like several panels <laughs> until they are uh, so the squaring off he's squaring off with Hawkgirl now as Superman and Adam is like having a conversation on like who is this guy how did he come to buy and he's like and Adam's like your guess is as good as mine the guy just showed up and then Batman you know in the black plane just uh he's he's like clack you gotta get him out of here blah 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 um so he goes he got like a portal opened up and Superman like the, the intruder opened up the panel and he tried to stop him, but the guy went through. He goes, I'll be back. I'm thinking he's like like a scout or like an, an invasion. Mm. Um, so Superman has words with Adam saying, you know, you could have done this another, you know, a different way. And Adam's pretty much tell you what. He, he goes, made fun of my shirt. Do you, you do yours your way? Huh? Yeah, you don't have a shirt. You can't tell me how to do. <laughs> so they cut back to the Hall of Justice, and they're all, you know, preparing for the next battle, which is Intruder. And they have um, Green Arrow and Black Canaries there. I don't know if they're there for a visit or what. <laughs> but they also have the Flashes there. Um, Everyone's there that- just to hang out. Well, I mean, I don't know. The, um, that robot that Superman has that takes care of the fortress, mm-hmm. he's there saying that that the uh, um, the intruder lets off like a um, like a cosmic signature, like an aura, and they said that it's only it, it's only been seen by another person, which is that and that person is that uh, Naomi. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. right. And that's where it, so they cut, then they cut back like a, in an epilogue to, um, to Oregon, where she actually is. I guess she, it shows like they're out on a camping trip, mm-hmm. her and her classmates. Mm. And then the next thing, again, you know, a shadow looms over and it's Black Adam saying, Naomi, such an, uh, Naomi McDuffie. She looks up and there's Black Adam. He goes, all he says, a word. <laughs> Meaning, yeah, now you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> it also, now this book also had had um, a backstory of the Justice League Dark mm-hmm. that I did not get to read yet. So I won't mm-hmm. get into it. I mean, I flipped through it and it has to do with Merlin returning to Earth. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, it seemed kind of interesting. So, um, I'll let you know where that goes. Yeah, I, I like the fact that they're doing these uh, two two stories per book. Yeah, so, that doesn't bother me. So, as long as they're good. Yeah. Well, they shoot for six dollars. Well, yeah, that's why they can put more story in there. Is because they charge more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No kidding. Um, the good good thing that I got out of this was they got a new lineup. With a couple of of uh, like favorites returning, mm-hmm. like Green Arrow and Hawk Girl, mm. Black Canary. Um, yeah, I like that. The bad thing is they didn't say I, what I didn't like. Like 
this guy just shows up and you, they don't say who he is. <laughs> Mr. Oh, the bad, bad guy. Yeah. The bad guy is just like, Hey, I'm here. I'm yeah. a bad guy. Yeah, right. I mean, hey guys. I mean, he, it's sort of like, he sort of look like, um, uh, he looked like the, um, the demon from the movie legend. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. The demon um, played by Tim Curry. And the thing, well, I would say that that was a nitpick that they didn't introduce do some. Mm. The thing that I hated the most about this, <laughs> you can't see it, but all the cover of this book is the only one that they had was the, the uh, Zack Snyder uh, cover. Mm. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and, then, and that's like, there had to been there had to been ten copies of this book on this shelf, okay? And all of and them, ten, all of them was just because everybody thought that it was like that had an adaptation to the freaking the movie, like Daviel said earlier, right, mm-hmm. right. But all in all, um, I would give it a five. Wow, nice. Because I think that they're gonna. I think it's going to go up and it's going to be pretty good. And for my last pick, it's, it's really not a comic book. It's, it's a Marvel paperback book. I saw it. I really wanted to read it. It's called, uh, hmm. Marvel Untold. Hmm. Um, they got a couple of them out. They got like, um, a couple of tales from Asgard. They got a black, black little one. Um, you got a, x-men one but the one i picked up was um it's called dr doom in the harrowing of doom um, is it a comic or is it a book oh no it's the it, book i know what i know what he's talking about the harrowing of doom novel. yeah novel right it's a novel it's by david annadale mm-hmm. but it, it looked really really good so me being the me being the doom fan and everything <laughs> so uh uh I can let you know how it goes. I just wanted, just wanted, have, wanted to plug the book because hmm. it's doom. All hail doom! All hail doom! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's it, guys. All right. Well, so Derek, so what? Derek, what, what's your what's your reviews? Oh, that's right. You don't have any slacker. <laughs> well, I was gonna review the latest issue of Nightwing, but. Uh, you know, let's uh-huh. let's just say that was a toss behind my shoulder able, book. Yeah, that's, yeah, out of frustration because you couldn't you couldn't follow it. But yeah, because it was so poorly written. <laughs> just like just like half of everything else, DC. <laughs> wow. Dad, are you still there? Or are you like frozen in time? I'm still here. Uh, He's shocked by what you just said. Shocked. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes, I'm a very disgruntled DC reader. <laughs> all, these, all these years of support, and this is what they give us. <laughs> Zack Snyder, Shazam, Batman versus Superman. I thought Shazam was good. I did too. Batman versus Superman was trash. Total garbage. Total. Yep. All right. Well, speaking of... Uh, DC books. Let's get into our off-the-shelf book. And for our off-the-shelf book this month, we are reading The Death of the New Gods by DC Comics. 
and um, I believe you had a little a little story to tell us about this particular book, Paul. Um. Well, we were deciding on what. It was my turn to pick a book, and I really didn't have anything. So I'm down at the store, looking around, and it it just jumped out and caught my eye. And all right, let's do this. And and what it is is called the death, the death of the new gods, mm-hmm. by uh, written and drawn by uh, Jim Stalin, mm-hmm. who's um, very what? famous for his cosmic stories. Yeah, Woolwalk for uh, mm-hmm. Marvel, Thanos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's done some good stuff. Um, also helping, also helping. Jim Stalin throughout the series was uh, Matt Banning, Matt Banning, Art Siebold, Siebold, Siebido, Siebold. Sure, we'll go with that. Mark McKenna and Jeremy Cox did the coloring. Hmm. Um, Jared Fletcher, Travis Lanham, Randy Gentle, and then Swans did lettering. So, it originally, I got the trade paperback. Originally, it was an eight-part series. Um, right. As I was telling you guys earlier, I was reading the introduction, and I couldn't get past. I couldn't get past the second paragraph <laughs> of the introduction. <laughs> yeah, why was that? Because he was saying how how he was ha- he got invited out to breakfast with. Uh, hold on a minute. Uh, at the time, it was uh, executive editor Dan Dio. The Dio. 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 Dan yeah. Dio. Dan Dio. Um, so they sitting there, and the guy that the poor bastard doesn't even get to get one bite of food in his mouth yet. And the guy goes, "I want you to kill off the new gods." Now, the new gods is a creation, and is pretty much Jack Kirby's baby, mm-hmm. like his old. We caught up of all the characters, all the plot line, all the char- all, all the all the um, descriptions, background. It, it it it's where Dark Side came from. It's where Mister Miracle came from. Um, and to take on that task, he felt like he was going to get pretty much lynched mm-hmm. by everybody in the industry. And he pretty much said to Dan Diablo, you know. I'll do it, but I do it my way. And they said, well, we want, we want, you know, there was some circumstances. One being that Mr. Miracle would be the instrument that kills the new gods. Hmm. And, and Stalin goes, you know what? I don't think I can do that, but maybe I can come pretty close to it. And, and the executive said, well, run with it. And the only reason he, he did this is he said that he would do it as a tribute to Jack Kirby to do it with as much respect as he can give Jack Kirby for all these characters. Mm. Without just, you know, half assing it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, um so what it is, it starts off with a couple of the new gods um dying, finding like holes in their chest in the after um like uh, like uh, examining them, it's like their souls were ripped out of them. Right, and this so, was happening. What? Well, I was gonna say I have a little 
a little summary of, of the issues here that I can go over real quick. Uh, so basically, it starts off by saying, uh, throughout the DC universe, the unimaginable and unthinkable has happened. New gods across the world have seemingly died with light rays, death, and countdown to final crisis, the biggest of them all. Now the carnage continues, but the mystery and adventure are just beginning. I can totally see, you know, how he paid tribute to Kirby. Like I, early on in like like my young adulthood, when I was reading uh, DC stuff, I went all in on Kirby, and I bought pretty much everything he put out on the DC side. Now, I have a I have a mixed feeling about the new gods. Like I like the I like the big the big guys, the big names. You know, I love Dark Side and all that. Orion's cool. You like, like Fastback? No. The deeper you go into the new gods, the less I like them. Mm-hmm. I'm not, there I'm there are a lot of them. I mean, everybody knows. Everybody knows Dark Side, Mister Miracle, White Ray, uh, Big Bada. Yeah, I like but, all of them. Then they. When I, I'm, if you read the, the original Kirby stuff, he doesn't bring, he doesn't like throw as much that as much stuff at you as you probably like didn't like. It was mm. forever people. Then it was a new gods, I think. After that, um, and then it was Mister Miracle and Demon. I, I think those were the four books he worked on. Oh, Demon yeah. really didn't have anything to do with it, right? Um, but the uh, you know the the Forever people dealt with the kids and kind of gave it that that uh, almost that um, Jimmy Olsen esque kind of feel to it that they were doing, and then and they also had Superman in the book. Um, but the New God storyline focused on Orion and his you know the epic tale of how he would f- battle his dad and you know and they would both die in conflict, and that's kind of how that might have been only eight issues, right? Maybe yeah. ten where they ended that, but. Um, I thought they were really good, and I could see, I could see like little things as I was reading this, where Stalin was paying tribute just in the dialogue or stuff in the background with the art. Mm. Which I have to say, hey, I like Stalin's art uh, over in Marvel as far as what he did for Warlock and Captain Marvel and all stuff, but I feel it was a little weak here. I don't know what mm. made it weak, but there was. Oh right, oh right, it's huge. It. Yeah, there was. Looked all that great, and and on Dario's point, it wasn't his finest. It wasn't his finest artwork. Mm. Some of it was that pretty good. Some, some pages of it was and some panels that are really good. Yeah, uh, some pages, and some panels that are really good, and some of it I'm just like, uh, like he just phoned it in, or I don't know what the deal is. Mm. Like there's a particular scene where they they show Metron in the first issue where he's waking up from his nightmare, and right. I don't know if he noticed that Doctor Strange's. Uh, big like window design is like dominating that image it's like dr strange oh yeah yeah right from this right (laughs) um so basically the first i think he tried Hmm? i think he tried too hard to draw like kirby Mm. because some of some of the fight scenes kind of had like the kirby feel to them you know what i'm saying but it wasn't the uh, the murder of all new gods. Um, I don't know. The first issue was like 
yeah, whatever. But then the very last murder that they do, they kill they they kill Big Bodder at the end of the first issue. Yeah, and I was like, wow, that's a big deal. That's yeah, a big deal. That, that was a big deal. Yeah, uh, yeah. Other than that, I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. Well, they, oh, Big Bodder. <laughs> and they killed that early early on. They took out the Black Racer. Yeah, yeah. Which would be, in New God's terms, he would be the uh, avatar of death. Yeah, he was death. Yeah, which and, I was- and, and I like the concept of the black racer, but I could never deal with the fact that he was on skis. I know. Right. <laughs> Come on. I gotta get the silver server, but this dude's on skis. <laughs> so I think I think the big thing of the first issue, other than setting everything up, was the death of Big Barda. Mm-hmm. So in issue number two, we have uh Mr. Miracle has lost the person closest to him. Superman and the other new gods try to confront him, oh, comfort him, excuse me. But can the man who can escape anything escape his own grief? And what dangerous decision might the grief force him to make? That's a good summary of that issue. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It mostly dealt with his grief and stuff. There was a... So, Mr. Miracle and Superman, oh, it was a big uh, color change in, in Mr. Miracle's Mr. Miracle's costume as he went from the... Now, that's, this is the biggest hang-up. This is the biggest hang-up I had of this. Really? Whole series. Really? <laughs> that's went all purple. Yeah. Think about it, okay? He goes all purple when Butter dies, okay? Purple and black, <laughs> yep. I... I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it Jim Stalin, Magnus, Mr. Miracle. Oh, uh, I see where you're going there. Yeah, yeah I see. I see what yeah, you're saying. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because of the whole Magnus and the Warlock, the evil version. I didn't of make Warlock. that connection at all. That's pretty good. I didn't either and until then, you said that. And then when when he lost Bada, he lost his. You know, he like all right, whatever. Mm. And he goes, I don't think it's appropriate to be dressed in these colors, in these circus colors. Right. And he went all pur- purple, black, and gray. Mm-hmm. And that's the same color scheme that they used on the evil version of, of Adam, Adam Warlock. Warlock. Right. Yeah. I didn't even pick up on that until you just said that. <laughs> but you're right. Um, the majority of the art in this issue is really bad. Like, yeah. I don't... What, what, when you go to the page, I don't know what page number it is. The one where everybody's in the kitchen, standing around the outline of Big Barda's body on the ground, yeah. and everyone's kind of doing their thing, trying to trying to you know find out what's going on. This freaking vixen, like looking on top of the fridge. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? She's she's climbing up off the ground, and she's looking like, like what's what's up here? Is there chips? And there's a section. Oh, yeah. Where they just show Mr. Miracle and he's all upset. It's, it's one, it's two, page three, forty-one. It's like forty-one. 10, if you're looking at the trade, it's like ten it's panels going across. Yeah. Ten, ten little skinny panels, all of Mr. Miracle in the same pose with with you know captions yeah. all over and just it. Just a ton of text. Yeah, that could have easily and been done in like one panel. I do love all the skulls on the side on the side paneling though. Yeah. yeah. That was interesting. And then, uh, so Mr. Miracle and Superman go to 
uh, New Genesis, and then there's a big fight scene between Orion and Superman. As usual. As usual. <laughs> so I, at first I was like, ah, Superman's just going to be in one issue. And then I'm like, oh my God, he's all over the place. He's like, oh, he's he like that. He's every, out this whole thing. Every issue. Well, Stalin, Stalin explained that. He said Superman was in was here at the beginning, so well, we yeah, might no, have but, at the end. Yeah, no, I get, I, I get that. I didn't. Right. Yeah. I did, but I was just when I when I started reading this, I honestly didn't think Superman was going to be in it, and then I was like, oh, he's in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And this is where we so, start yeah. seeing some of the new gods it, that I really in Superman. That I really don't give two craps about. Hey, you guys keep going. I'll be right back. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Like, like this, what's it? Hyman guy or whatever his name is. Yeah. I even... I, like I knew who, who he was. He, he's part of, um, I think he was, he, he debuted in Mr. Miracle. Um, so when he showed up, I'm like, Oh, it's that guy. Like even I didn't know too much about him. Mm. Um, but I'll tell you, early on, uh, early on, I suspected him. I'm like, oh, it's him. Did you? Yeah, and they lean, they lean heavy into that later on in the book. Yeah, uh, yeah, they do. And then I'm like, oh, it's it's Infinity Man, and they, you know they they do a lot to throw the suspects at you to make the mystery. And I mean, God, they dragged out that mystery really long. Yeah, like they I thought did. they got the answer in issue four. And I'm like, oh, we're still going with this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So, moving on to issue three, the summary of mm-hmm. that one. Uh, Orion, Mr. Miracle, and Superman head to Apocalypse to confront Darkseid about the death of the new gods. But if Darkseid isn't responsible for the recent murders, then who is? So, I feel like this is just uh, lengthening the story. Like, they go to, right. they go to the Apocalypse to try and find out what's going on. But they spend an awful lot of time, like, finding bodies, looking at bodies. Yeah. Like, talking oh, about, talking they're all about, dead here, too. <laughs> it's awful. An awful lot of time of, like, walking into other people's homes and going, yep, you know, right. Muff Man died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then there's a part where, um, what's his name, Tachyon? Oh, God, I hate Tachyon. I forgot all about it. I forgot yeah. he even existed. No, I read this book. He's at the source wall, which they're trying to figure out what's going on because he's he has contact with the source wall, but he lost contact with the source wall. Does that happen in this issue? I think it happens in a previous issue. But he, oh, it happens he, in issue three. But we're, we're talking about issue three now. It happens in this issue. Yeah, but he is at the source wall. And, of course, he finds out who the killer is, but we don't. Um, and he's like, oh, no, not you. And then there's a weird thing where the killer, like, turns to blue light and kills him. And then there's this weird panel thing where the blue light turns into, a like, a butterfly. And I'm like, what's the point of that? <laughs> that I did not get oh, at yeah, all. Yeah. You know, this is, where, this is where I suspected it was Hyman. I was yeah. just like, I was like, oh, the... Because he went There's with only him. two there, so he killed right. him. Yeah. And nobody would see it, so sure it's him. I thought I thought it was it was kind of funny when they get there and they're like, Okay, this is just this this is the source wall. The mm. the Promethean giants are all stuck there. This is the kind of the story of the wall. Right. It's a very iconic Kirby thing. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, Oh wait, there's a 
the wall in front of the wall. I'm like, how did you miss that? It's like, it's the whole thing. This wall is huge. I know. <laughs> oh, and look, it's made up of all the people that died, that have been murdered. Isn't that suspicious? Yeah. All right, I'm back. So, on issue, you know, a what? We're on issue talking three. about issue three, and we're basically just talking about the scene where where Tachyon died. And then towards the end of the book, we get um, the rise of Mantis. I like this guy. Yeah, I wasn't actually really familiar with him myself. He really appears in a couple things. He's in the New Gods, mm. the Kirby run, and then he makes a couple appearances in the cartoon. I think when because they did a lot of Kirby New God stuff in the last season of Super Friends. Yeah, he looks familiar, but yeah. he do, wasn't he. Wasn't he in this uh, Superpowers miniseries yeah. too? Mm. Yeah, for sure he was, yeah. So he was apparently in some kind of crypt or something. And he sleeps in a cocoon for long periods of time. Right. Kind of like the Odin sleep. But it, yeah. So he wakes up and he looks around and all the people that are supposed to be protecting his body are also all dead. And this is where we get back to more of the things that I feel like slow the story down. Yes. Is that... The, you know, the, they're like, oh, here's Mantis. He's going to go do his thing. And then when we see him again, he's like, oh, I just went to this, this other place on New, on New Genesis. And all these guys are dead. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Everyone's dying. <laughs> yep. We gotcha. Yeah. Um, and that'll bring us to issue number four of eight, which is uh, which the synopsis <laughs> for this more piles of body. <laughs> yeah synopsis of this one is orion mr miracle and superman break into the forever people's hideaway only to make a shocking discovery meanwhile metron continues to investigate the mystery surrounding the deaths of the new gods and mr miracle undergoes a startling transformation ooh I thought I thought what was going on was Mister Miracle was kind of interesting because I a didn't know he had the anti life equation. Yeah, I didn't know either. And I also didn't know that. I mean, just the sheer amount of things he could do with it. I'm like, oh, uh, whoo, I know that's a lot of power. <laughs> Although I got I got the impression that that was recent when this came out. He had recently gotten the the equation. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I figured. So they, I mean, he was talking he was talking to Orion about it, right? And Orion was telling him, well, you know, if you you can use the power, but there's um, consequences right. with it, too. Right. Which we see he almost loses himself in it. And so in this issue, we see Orion, Mr. Miracle, and Superman go to the forever, forever people. Is that what they yep. are? Yeah. Yeah. Which yep. I'm not really familiar with them either. They're great. Those, I mean, I think they're really cool. It's Big Bear. Well, they're all dead, so it you know, doesn't really matter. But. Mark Moon Rider, <laughs> Beautiful Dream, Seraphim, Black Viking. That might be all of them. Which who one? Who's the cowboy? Yeah, who's the cowboy? That's, Ser- that's Seraphim, the cowboy. But because uh, they thought, because when they found out that the Black right, Black Racer died, they looked at the that the camera footage and all they saw was him yeah yeah right. they very early on tried to tried to frame 
in the uh, the forever people as being the people who did it. Right. So that's why in this issue they all go to confront the forever people. Mm-hmm. And they're hanging out in their clubhouse that I had never seen before. That's a new thing. No clubhouse. <laughs> well, they got pissed off because they didn't have a clubhouse, and and what do they do? They give the Teen Titans their Teen Titan Tower, so they needed a clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> so of course. Orion and Mr. Miracle bust in through the windows and stuff and Superman hangs back and they and they're like, you know, uh I use my my x-ray vision so I kind of already know what's going on in here. I know that they're all dead already. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, it's not just dead, they're like freaking corpses, corpses." They're yeah, all, they're like, like skeletons. It's like they were the first ones to go. Yeah. Right. That's one of the things they say. They're, they're, they weren't the first, but they were like the second right after that. Mm. And then we get more Whoa. of Mantis finding out about his people dying. Oh my God, more bodies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we see Calabac. Well, I've always kind of liked him, but. If you like Calabac, I mean, if you read the Kirby New Gods, he's in it uh, um, quite a bit. And there's some good fights between him and Orion and him and a couple other people. Mm now, would you say would you say that's the right size, Mister Caliban, or, or was Caliban even bigger than that? I think that's the right size for him. He's not like massive. He's about the same size as they draw Orion, mm. and Orion's pretty down, pretty damn big in this book. Yeah, but then again, Orion's running around because he's not being disguised. When early on, he used to have mother box, and he even mentions it. He used to make mother box change him so he looked more human, so he wasn't he wasn't like monstrous like he is in this. Oh, right, right. So this is where we also find out that Metron's doing his own investigation there, which will come into play later <coughs> in the yep. series. That's all, all Metron does. He sits in his chair and he thinks. Yep. He's like Batman. <laughs> I would kill for that chair. Yeah, hey. <laughs> I know, right? That, that would, would be awesome. Great. But this is where we see also... We also see Mr. Miracle using the anti-life, his, what he has of the anti-life equation to bring the forever people back to life, sort of, as talking skeletons. But any. If you were playing, actually, if you were talking, if you, on this part, it would be the clerical, it would be the D&D clerical spell, talk to the dead. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, thinking the same thing. It's so weird. So, but you, when he's doing this, you can see he's being corrupted by it too. The more he uses it, the more right. demonic he looks. Mm-hmm. Looks right. The more, the more to the dark side he goes. Right. So then they f- they tell him what happened, but when he tries to get them to say who did it, they won't tell him. Right. Even though they should tell him because of the anti-life equation, they should not be able to refuse it. But they do. Right. So he and, tries to force it and tries to force it and finally they just disintegrate yep. themselves. And they, they use yeah. utter obliteration over saying what happened. Speak- when he's in this form, when he's in this form, he kind of looks like um, the Captain Universe. No, yeah. Yeah. Actually, when he was in that form, all I could think of was, was Warlock, the Marvel comic. I was mm-hmm. like, this is just more of that. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, I don't, speaking of the artwork, I don't think, I don't like the way he did Mr. Miracle when he's full, whatever you want to, like, anti-life, yeah, he's, yeah. he's, he's, uh, 
I mean, he's all over the place as far as what he looks like. Yeah, he's got he's got stuff sticking out of him for Christ's sake. Yeah, he looks a little. He also looks a little like um, partially partially like Eternity from Marvel, right? But not, but like a a bad version. <laughs> so yeah, we get. With that, we get uh, a little bit more info on what's happening, but still no answers. And then we we cut to uh, Darkseid and Decide, and they end up, they are talking about a uh, one of Decide's experiments that went wrong, that they had to kind of shelve. And uh, Darkseid says he wants all the info on that experiment. Because he knows that the soul drain or something like that. Yeah, he knows the end is coming, so he is decides he gives decide the last task of giving him all the info and then releases him into the wild. That's <laughs> that 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 scene was so funny. He's like, "You can go, <laughs> you can go meet meet your doom, however you may." And then decides like, "Oh, great, but I <laughs> ah, whatever." He walks out. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what to. Eh, <laughs> fine. And then, mean. Meanwhile, we see Metron um, goes into the past on some planet, the prehistoric times. This is where it gets really blood, blood, blood. Yeah. Blood, mm. blood, blood. Then there's a whole <laughs> whole conversation with Superman and Orion that goes on for like twenty pages and. <laughs> And as he was, the more, the more, the more that the it, the story progressed, the more pissed off <laughs> Mister Miracle was getting. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because he was impatient. He had all his power. He was acting like Orion, and Orion was acting like Mister Miracle. Yeah, Mr. Mm-hmm. Orion instead of calming down. And this is where, after that, while Orion and Superman are chit-chatting. Um, Calabac and Mantis, who have joined forces, attack. And it ends with going back to Metron, who finally finds out who is behind everything. Oh, he finds out, but we're not going to find out. No, all we see is a giant energy ball. Yeah, we're not going to find out for a long time. Nope. <laughs> nope, indeed. And so we move on to issue number five. <sighs> and mistakes. <laughs> just been, just been, just been book one. Yeah. Um, What's that? Issue volume one. Volume yeah. title, title of the book. It have been called mistakes. Chapter one. <laughs> Issue five, a crazed Mr. Miracle attacks Orion. Can Scott Free and the son of Darkseid come to terms before more blood is spilled? Plus, Metron discovers shocking secrets concerning the deaths of the new gods. Yep, so that's, you know, basically what happens. It's more of the same. It's just... Yep. I don't even know if there was really too much. I mean, there's a big fight between Calabac and Superman and everything. Superman gets his butt kicked at one point. And, yep. When, when doesn't he get his butt kicked? Yeah, he gets his butt kicked a lot in this issue, in this yeah. series. 
Well, this this issue too, Doc. I mean, not Doctor Doom. Mister Miracle is really like freaking out. Is that you or me? That was me. Right. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Doom really is freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know he was in the series. Yeah, he was hiding behind Doctor Strange's window. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know if there's anything that really stands out too much in this issue. We get more of. Uh, it was pretty much just as best. Yeah, basically, and then we get a little bit more of Mister Miracle using the anti-life equation and going crazy and. Not really much stood out. I, I like when they talk about the old stories, like they talk about Crisis of Earth, and they talk right talk about Cosmic Odyssey. That I like how they bring that stuff in. Yeah. So we're almost there, folks. Moving on to issue six, uh, Orion recognizes the new god's killer as he stares into the face of death himself. Can even the son of Darkseid withstand the might of this murderer? What do you think? Plus, Mr. Miracle is driven to the brink of insanity as the anti-life equation threatens to erase all the progress that he and Superman have made. What progress? <laughs> and so I'm looking at the overview of this issue, and there's a lot of purple going on in, on, on all these pages. <laughs> yep. A whole lot of purple. Yeah, no, I'm doing that. I'm flipping through page by page here. It's just a. But this is. Um, seems, seems every every hmm? fourth or fifth page, Superman's waking up. I don't know. Like, his, you know? Mm. You see, like, a sequence of panels, and he's like. Out cold, and then he like wakes up, like, Where am I? <laughs> How'd I get here? Yeah. So, there was one one thing that we that actually did happen in the last issue, and that is they figured out that, um, the one of the was it Tachyon? Yeah, they were they were doing they were yeah. doing an autopsy on Tachyon, and they found out that, uh, um, they detected. What is it? The Astro Force. Astro Force. Yeah. Yeah. Which is uh, used by Orion. They detected it on Tachyon's body. So, of course, Mr. Miracle thinks that it's that Orion's a killer, even though, you know, they're like good friends and all that. So he goes after. This entire time, they, have, they, have, they don't know who's doing the killing. And they have like three suspects. Yeah. Just add another one to the mix. Yep. Where the hell is Where the hell is Batman when you need him? <laughs> they <laughs> left him behind. So we see a lot more of we see a bit of Mister Miracle going crazy with the anti life equation, and then he he freezes Superman and Orion, and then he makes Orion tell him the truth, which Orion does, and he tells him that he had nothing to do with the killings. So of course that snaps Mister Miracle back in in you know back from the brink of madness and he's like what have i done oh no what have i done oh yeah <laughs> orion's like oh it's all right no problem he actually <laughs> said no problem <laughs> at one point i was like what snap back to reality <laughs> he's like i'm s mr mary was like i'm so sorry orion orion's like it it's all right <laughs> please forgive me no problem <laughs> like what <laughs> There's a certain way that the new gods talk, like throughout this whole thing, and then right there, it's just like, yeah, no problem. 
whatever. <laughs> we cool. <laughs> we cool. <laughs> so, so then they also f- <laughs> then they also find out that um, Orion is waiting on this on an asteroid, and he's trying to call out the killer to come and get him. Um, mm-hmm. Which does happen. Uh, the killer comes, and as soon as Orion sees the killer, he's like, "You," which everybody says when they see who the killer is. And then Orion gets killed in a colossal explosion, like the like the a star dying after doing a. There's one. <laughs> there's one panel here where it looks like Orion's doing like some weird dance move in the middle of space. <laughs> 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 it's just like wow, that was drawn kind of weird. I kind of get what they what he was going for there, but it just looks really weird. <laughs> yeah. So this issue features the death of Orion, which even Darkseid feels. Now, yeah, on page one fifty five, where Mister Miracle is using the anti anti life equation. Mm-hmm. Now he looks like Demogorgon. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All those tentacles and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty funny. Um, and there's one point towards the end of the issue where Darkseid's looking. There's a panel of Darkseid looking over all these um monitors and stuff, and they're showing. There's like a scene of Superman in his black costume. Uh, a couple yeah. other things. I'm not if sure. You look at him. Oh, okay. He's like three. He's like three of them with Donna Troy in them. Yeah, and I don't understand. And there's they one can never, they can never really figure out her origin. Mm. One of a couple of them have the monitor. This in is them. because they were doing they were doing Infinite Crisis at the time, and this is probably just right. tying that into that. Yeah, but it's it's a weird way to do it. It's just like, oh, here's Darkseid looking at everything going on in Infinite well, Crisis. Dun dun dun. In the, begin- in the beginning, Darkseid called them called monitors like useless. Mm-hmm. And then this issue ends with Superman and Mister Miracle going to the Source Wall and seeing the extra Source Wall that's been created. And then they get attacked by Hyman. Oh no! The other guy is suspected. <laughs> Which. <laughs> <laughs> It was so. It was so plain. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, that can't be him. <laughs> but wait, folks, it gets better. Yeah, it does. It gets better. Oh, it's the other guy I suspected. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us to issue number seven. And here's the rundown. It's a showdown at the Source Wall as the few surviving new gods confront the entity responsible for the recent slaughter. Mr. Miracle calls upon the anti-life equation as a last-ditch attempt to save his people. And Darkseid braces himself for the momentous universe-altering events about to unfold. Yep. Oh, look, this... Yeah, like in cheap suits. (laughs) (laughs) This issue features a lot more purple. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So, we get, um... Hyman attacking um, 
Superman, Superman. And, yeah, and Mr. Miracle. Probably like a second, and then he changes. Then he changes into the Infinity Man. Oh, wasn't he a suspect at one point? Yeah, but Orion, <laughs> right before Orion, right before Orion died, he said it wasn't the Infinity Man. Mm-hmm. They, they, they thought that, that the Infinity Man was like the first suspect. Yeah. yeah. But like right off the bat. Superman, Superman was like yelling Infinity Man did this the entire time. Mm-hmm. Then we get more great shots of Mr. Miracle using the anti-life equation and becoming some weird thing. So much purple. So much purple. And then there's some there's some um exposition in the middle of the fight. Always love that. <laughs> yep. Until, finally, they break open the source wall, and we find out that the little globe that Metron was talking to is... What is it? I'm so the source. Sure. It's the source, right. And he's... This, he, she, it, whatever, is trying to, to um, get back together with his girlfriend. Um... <laughs> Basically, <laughs> he, he was trying to get back with the guy that looks like that looks like eternity. That's mm. like his other half, right? And once they, once they merge, they can build a new world. Yeah, a whole new world. And then they finally merge. Like Ragnarok, but yeah. yeah, and he becomes this weird half black, half white, starry thing that looks. I'm sorry, that just looks ridiculous. It does. It looks like, uh, I don't know. It looks like, like you're a cosmic being. <laughs> yeah. Didn't Marvel have one? Wasn't it Eternity half white, half black? No. No. It was called the in-betweener. Yeah. And he was probably a Jim Starlin creation as well. <laughs> no, that was a Kirby creation. Yeah, the no, I know. And then, oh, guess what? Superman got knocked yeah. out again. <laughs> yeah, he mentions that. He's like, "Oh yeah, I I, uh, I wasn't conscious during that part." Again. <laughs> and then um the new being does it have a name now? The source is it still the source so. or is it something else now? Yeah. Anyway, I think it, it's it's still the source. But we know it's planned at this point. It's planned is to destroy all the new gods and create a fifth world. Right. And that's its plan. Uh, at this point, Mr. Miracle is now dead. There's very few gods left around right now. Yep. It actually comes down to the, what issue is this again? Seven? Seven. There's one new god left. Well, Metron's left. But there's one big new god left, and that's Darkseid. So right. the, the source dude goes to confront Darkseid, and Darkseid all of a sudden catches on fire. He spontaneously combusts <laughs> because the fight between these is intense. Yeah. Because uh dark side gained a new power from, uh, Desaad's experiment. It's like, like a new God, super soldier serum or something. <laughs> Well, he was able to to, to to grab some souls, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and that brings us to issue number eight, the final issue. And here's the rundown: 
the final showdown. Darkseid reveals his master plan, tying directly into events from Countdown to Final Crisis. Now it's come down to father versus son for the fate of the fourth world. So I think that's another problem issue with this thing is that it also has to tie into the countdown to Final Crisis. Yeah. So I think. I mean, it does a good job of avoiding Final Crisis, but there are times where you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's going on. Right. Yeah. So this issue issue features some purple and a lot of orange. <laughs> As there's a big fight be- between the new superpowered dark side and the thing, the source dude, and there's one panel here where where it has uh, he has dark side yelling, "I will not be denied," and just the facial expression is just awful on it. It just looks ridiculous. On page two. 217? Uh, what? I don't know because I don't have the trade paperback. I have single issues. Oh. Yeah, I'm looking at it digitally. I'm using well, the DC. It looks like uh, um, where they had, had the standoff between the, the source mm-hmm. and Dark Side before they start fighting. Mm-hmm. Yep. You see, like, this I don't know if it's a, an explosion or a sun or what, but then you have, the, you have Superman. Oh, yeah, that's like the nuclear blast. The yeah, right, in the field, I mean, even Superman's like, I, I, I can't do that. He's like, that's insane. <laughs> he goes, that's insane. Yeah. There's one point where Superman goes, um, now I know how Green, Green, uh, Green Arrow feels being a part of the Justice League because I can't do anything yeah. right now. That would have been better. That would have been a better joke if they said Aquaman. it would have worked a lot better so this is the big fight at the end and uh, Darkseid fighting the sore Superman tries to intervene but is pretty much useless which at this point I kind of don't understand the point of putting Superman in this story but I don't know somebody has to bear witness yeah. yeah, that's exactly it. And then even so, at the very end, uh, the you know, last few pages of the last of the last like sto- last issue, he just meant, he says that basically that he was there just to kind of bear witness. Mm. So the fight is ended when um, the source brings back the soul of Orion to fight Darkseid, and they fight in Darkseid. Well, that has to happen because Kirby always said that. The final fight would be between those two. Right. And since Orion's dead, he has to come back as his soul. Mm -hmm. The soul of Orion. Sounds like a metal song or something. Um, And then we see Apocalypse and New Genesis uh, merge together Mm -hmm. to form one world. And guess guess what else happens, kids? That's right, Superman... Passes out again. <laughs> <laughs> right after, right as the two planets you know merge. I, <laughs> I think I think he gets I think he gets too much vertical because it's too much purple. Yeah, probably. <laughs> There's a whole lot of purple going on. <laughs> and so, thus ends the um, thus ends the mystery of the death of the new gods. 
and we have now the birth of the fifth world. It ends with all the gods dead. All the New gods Genesis, dead. New Genesis and Apocalypse is fused together. And Don't Superman flies off somehow feeling hopeful about the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, that's a little weird. Oh, everybody's He's dead. like, I should I'm feel so like we lost. But, hmm. But, I, uh, I think it's cool. But, uh, didn't they, didn't they start calling calling them Rouge World New Apocalypse? New Apocalypse. In this? Not in this, but like later, like later on, like in one, one of the crises. Maybe I know they've done like they've done stories with the two planets merged together. I know when when John Byrne wrote New Gods for a while, it dealt with the two planets being merged. But I think that was before this. Do yeah, we didn't know? They mention it when- when John Byrne did Superman 2? Yeah, I think so. Do we know what the current status of the new gods and, and the worlds is right now? Oh, as of, as of right now in the DC Infinite? No. Mm. Everything's just rolling out. I mean, it's only been, what, two weeks? Mm. Sure we do. We do? W, WB canceled new gods. <laughs> Supposedly. You mean the movie? Yeah. Mm. Well, they should. Supposedly, yeah. Uh, I don't think they're ready to do to do like, that. I feel like that would not been a good movie. No, but then again, I feel like I feel like the Eternals would be a terrible movie. But if it's if it's if it's like the comic right now, the comic's really good, which I still got to read. Right. Um, what I think is since Marvel's putting out the Eternals, the closest thing to the Eternals that DC has is the new gods. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I think Marvel has reached the point where they can do the Eternals. And it's still a risk, but it's still like it's like when they did the Guardians. It's like who who the hell wants to see a Guardians movie? But you know Not me. it worked out. Yeah. Um but I don't think DC's at that point with the new gods. I really don't. They're not at that point with the with the new with their with their main characters. Exactly right. Um, I mean, Christ, nothing's been established. Yeah, and and yeah, um, and we'll get to that in a minute. But first, we need to talk about um, our final thoughts on the death of the new gods. What do you guys think? Any final uh, thoughts? Any I didn't love it. If I had to give it a review, yeah. it would be per- perfectly average. I would say mm. it's a four. I agree. What about you, Paul? I kind of like I like the artwork because I like Jim Stalin. I do too, I'm but I say, don't. It's I, not his, yeah, it's not his best. Right. Okay. The worst part about this is it was drawn out. Mm. Yeah, it was like it was at least three issues too long. It should have been yeah, six, right? Uh, I think they should have done like five, mm. maybe even four. Agreed. Um, nitpicking, way too much purple. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't hmm. know if it was a cosmic comic book or a tribute to Prince. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. I mean, purple. You know that song, "Purple Rain." Mm. I'm mm. not purple rain. Look, those cry. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
It should have been when 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 new gods die. <laughs> I'm I'm with Gavio. I give it I give it a four. Well, on another on, on a good note though, and we I want more I want more well more characters of the new gods and the and the forever people. I never heard of them. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So um I mean, I thought it was just like a handful of characters, but mm. I mean, this this goes way. Yeah, they go deep. Yeah. They're bringing everybody. Yeah. So yeah. So that come brings us to the final question for this off the shelf: Is it worth taking off the shelf, or is it something we should leave on the shelf? Only if you're a big, huge fan of the new gods. Agreed. Other than that, I just leave it there. Yep. If like there, me, there, there, there are better new god stories out there. I mean, just read the original Kirby stuff and just mm. be done with it. If you're like me, and you only have like a basic knowledge of the new gods, I would say this is not going to be worth picking up. And like like Dario said, there's plenty of other better stories, so go for those. All right. If anything, you'd probably use it for reference. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. So there you go. That's our off the shelf section. Um, not the best book, but you know, we've done worse. <laughs> um, as long as we don't have to do any Nightwing. Uh, so <laughs> uh, we're getting close to the end of the show, but before we do that, we want to talk just a little bit about some of the big comic related stuff that's come out in the past month. Um, and mainly we'll talk. Mainly, we want to talk about our thoughts on the Snyder Cut of the Justice League that was released. The four-hour-long, long version of the Justice League, Snyder's, uh, Zack Snyder's original, original vision for the Justice League. Um, here's what I'll say. While it was a better version of the Justice League that was released in theaters, it's still a Snyder movie, and I just have no love for his version of the DC universe. I can I can agree with that. I mean, it was a it was way better than what they released in the theaters. But yes. I mean, you give someone an extra twenty seven hours, and they could do whatever they want. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's, it, it was a different enough movie that it made it enjoyable by watching it, even though I didn't like the original theatrical version. Mm. And uh, the way they gave those little chapter breaks yeah. helped me watch the movie. Yeah, um, me too. It actually didn't feel quite as long as I thought it would. I kind of dreaded watching it because I mm. thought I was going to, you know, I'll be Rip Van Winkle and be like, <laughs> oh, I got a beard. Because <laughs> it's four hours long. <laughs> yeah. So I was not particularly looking forward to that, but. I, I got through it and I liked it and I, I and I don't feel like I wasted my time. That's the big thing. Mm. Um. Yeah. What do you think, Paul? Well, you already said it's a debacle, but <laughs> did you like anything about it? Uh, no. <laughs> Not really. I mean, I the only the highlight the highlight for me was maybe the little interact the nightmare that Bruce Wayne had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. And the you know the the conversation between him and the Joker. Yeah, 
and the only other highlight that I still hate Jared Leto as a Joker. Mm-hmm. Yes, by far, yes. But the, the only other highlight that I liked was the part where Martian Manhunter showed up. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I liked seeing him. And I didn't see. I I don't know if he, if he was in if that cut if that was in the original. Mm. No, he wasn't in the original, and I actually disliked Martian Manhunter's appearance because it 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 brought the meaningful conversation between Lois and Clark's Clark's mother to to, to nothing because it wasn't even Clark's mother. Yeah, so, that 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 I wasn't crazy about, but I liked seeing him at the end in the epilogue. Right, and that was supposed to be Green Lantern. Yes, although, huh? although, it does make you say, "Where, where the hell were you, dude? What were you, you yeah. know, all this stuff's going on. Where were you?" Because um, I'm tacked on. Yeah. Um, a couple. The, there was a couple of things I, I that I liked. Um, I did like that Cyborg's character was fleshed out more. Um, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other stuff, <laughs> but this, um, I like, I like, they made Aquaman less of like a, a dude, bro, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so that was good. Um, Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say, um, seeing more of Ezra Miller as the flash made me like him even less. Which I didn't think was possible. Actually, I liked them better in this movie than I did in the original one. Not me. I, Not to say uh, that I liked them, liked them much, but you know, I was just like more tolerable. Maybe. I don't like his version of it. What are you gonna say, Paul? Um, I just I'm I'm with you, Derek. I just I cannot stand that mm. guy that played the Flash. Yeah, and the thought of him doing a whole Flash didn't movie there, is just didn't, ugh. Didn't he? Uh, didn't the guy that plays the Flash on the CW? Yep. Didn't he? Didn't he try out for Justice um, League? Oh, that I don't, I don't know. And they turned it down. Turned him down. I don't know. Like, are you kidding me? He plays it on TV. <laughs> plus, you plus that would be that would be the one key to connecting mm. the TV in the. Movie universes. Well, they did connect it because they had the Ezra Miller Flash cameo in the Flash on the sub on the WB. So correct. Which that it's really annoyed me. The multiverse. That really annoyed me. I was like, oh, don't do that. <laughs> don't bring. Don't do that. But yeah. So I mean, overall, I will say I watched it. It is it is better than the the Whedon one that came out, but I'm glad it's over and done with. And I I don't even know I don't think I'll ever watch it again. Possibly, I just I don't uh, like Snyder's vision of the DC universe at all. Mm. And now now those those and the other thing is they caved into the the fanboys that were oh release the Snyder cut release the Snyder cut well they did so are you happy no now they're saying bring back the Snyderverse no don't <laughs> no I say I say we put it back they only yeah. did this because it was already filmed and ready to go all they had to do was put some special effects together right 
and they could release it during COVID time and, you know, have a big, like a big ticket and nobody item. nobody can go anywhere and it's not watching it. Right. <laughs> hey, you got four hours to kill. <laughs> so there you, you know go. They could, do, hmm? they could put it back in the vault and then weld the vault shut. Yeah, really. I know, huh? So it's over. It's done with. Let's move on. And uh, <laughs> we can do Just that. Like COVID. <laughs> we can do that by very briefly mentioning the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which four episodes, uh, three, how many episodes? Four episodes that come out now. No, it's three episodes. Three episodes. That's right. Wow. So, so it's three. halfway. Wow. It's halfway so, done. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, why don't, why don't we wait? And talk talk more about that next time with the. Uh, oh no! Yeah, we're gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about it now. I just want to say I enjoyed Falcon and Winter Soldier more than the Snyder Cut, and uh, we'll also talk more about the Invincible. The well, <laughs> that's what she said. The in, we'll talk more about the Invincible animated series that came out as well in our next edition of the monthly comics cast. Yeah, hopefully by then I'll I'll seen all of them. Yeah, are out. I'm really excited about that show. If you're gonna yeah. follow that that premises, I enjoyed I enjoyed Underdog more than I enjoyed the Snyder Cut. <laughs> the movie, yikes! <laughs> Paul, do you have a, a Paul? Do you have access to watch to watch uh, Invincible, or do you not have uh, Amazon? I don't have Amazon, but yeah. but hey, don't I? It doesn't interest me. Okay, I get it. Okay, well, you guys, you guys can talk about it. I do have, I do have, or obviously, I have HBO Max. I've been watching the uh, um, the Brave and the Bold. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's good stuff. I yeah. love that. I love that acting. Yeah, it's good stuff. So, um, with that being said. That's going to do it for us this evening. Um, any final words from either of you, Dario? No, there's a lot, a lot of good stuff on TV right now, and there's some good comics coming out. Just, yes. It's always fun to, yes, always indeed. fun to grab something off the shelf, read it, and decide if it's trash or not. <laughs> <laughs> any last words from you, Paul? Yep. Nope. Okay. Well, that's good to hear. <laughs> <laughs> No. Any any last words from you, Paul? Nope. Okay, good. No, not really. <laughs> All right. Well, I thank you both for joining me again for this monthly comics cast. Uh tune in next month for another exciting episode. And until they publish the death of Nightwing, that'll be all for now. Good night, everybody. Good night. All right, hey. All right, good job, guys. Uh, Let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. To contact the New England Society of Geeks, you can email us at nesogpod at gmail.com. That's n-e-s-o-g-pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Nesog Podcast. That's N-E-S-O-G Podcast. Find us on Facebook on our New England Society of Geeks podcast page. Follow us on Instagram at 
Nisog Pod. That's N E S O G Pod. Finally, if you could find it in your hearts, we would appreciate it if you could give us a rating or possibly a review on wherever you listen to this podcast. Thank you and good night.